0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And our sponsors remain the same because of the dire straits we're in. If you're not getting storable food and accumulating it by the day, you are making a mistake because the railroads are going on strike. I told you that wasn't over six weeks ago. and Here it is. Go to preparewithdave.com for great specials. Also, too, you're going to need to have water filtration. You hear about the blackouts that are coming to Europe. Well, they're going to come here, too. So what are you going to do for water? You're going to have to scavenge, so you better have good water filtration. We have the best Lexapir like Pro Water Filter, go to waterwithdave.com. And also, too, if you need asset diversification, uh, you really need to go to Noble Gold. And I'll tell you, when things crash around us economically, Noble Gold has set things up for myself that I know I'm not going to take a total hit. We'll take some but we won't take total hits, so give them a call at 877-646-5347, 646 5347 Those are the three sponsors for today's show, and we have a special guest for you. We have Dr. Jason Dean, and I'll tell you, this is going to be a really interesting interview. A lot of you on the TV side uh, see me interview Celeste uh, from uh, FEMA, formerly a FEMA, and she hits a lot of these same topics, but in a much different way. So this is going to be a good contract dr jason dean he's ringing the alarm about the harms of nanotechnology and ongoing medical tyranny and the cdc just added to that by uh, making it mandatory for kids to go to school that they have to take the covid vaccine even though know, it's contraindicated so what we're going to talk about today with dr dean is the new world order plot to enslave future generations through vaccines nanotech and biometrics and this isn't sci-fi folks this is happening right now we've covered this from a lot of different directions. this is a unique direction and Dr. Dean thank you so much for joining us really glad to have you with us and first of all let me ask
1: you what is your uh, uh, doctorate in? Yeah so I'm a a chiropractor and I also do functional nutrition or as some people call functional medicine so we've been in that for my wife and I, twenty plus years, so been doing this a while. Okay,
0: yeah, that's that's uh, that's good to know. And what got you interested in this topic?
1: Uh, great question, Dave. Well, <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you, it's actually nice sometimes we do interviews where it's like you got to push everything out. and five to 15 minutes, so it's actually nice to have a discussion on it, which is really good, and love everything you're doing. Um, I got involved in this because, uh, you know, I was in the mainstream medical world growing up. Like, you know, we didn't, like, love medicine, but, you know, it was, it was part of what, you know, life was. And then I ended up uh, meeting my wife, who is also a chiropractor, and I stumbled into this world finding out that politics absolutely connects with medicine and cause people ask me all the time cause I do my own show and they're like, well, you're, you're in healthcare and you're a doctor. Why don't you just stick to health? Why are you doing politics? I go, because it literally, this is the world we live in. And, um, I, I'm also a tech kind of junkie. Um, when I say that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm on a phone right now, I'm on the road driving, we're using, you know, uh, cameras to do what we need to do and have interviews and get the word out to everybody. And I was checking out your page and YouTube and all that good stuff. And so like the technology, um, but as I was watching this, I was stumbling upon things that were kind of scary to me, because I've always been this whole, you know, well, Big Brother's watching, <laughs> and and they really are. I mean, they, they listen to. I I'm I had to get a new phone number because my phone got hacked and it was it was not acting correctly. And um, so I used to wear what's called an aura ring. I don't know if you have you heard of an aura ring.
0: No, by I'm, any not, I'm not familiar with that.
1: Okay, so an aura ring in the natural health world too, and, and there's a lot. There's a lot of technology that's come out in the last probably decade in the world of natural health that's actually helped us a lot. And so the aura ring, uh, I didn't use it during the day. I was using it at night because I was tracking my sleep. And so I'm in my mid 40s and have no real problems. I'm doing pretty well health wise, but I wanted to track my sleep because I wanted to find out about REM sleep and deep sleep, and it, it's really good you know numbers to go by and check stuff out and you know improve your sleep things like that. And I was using that, and it was it was great, but then I was stumbling upon uh, other technologies with the world economic forum and as I was studying that i I decided one day I'm like let me let me just go look and this wasn't hard to do. I just googled uh, and I used Google's platform on purpose because I wanted to see you know what they would pop up with, and the aura ring pops up with the world economic Forum and I'm like, oh no, this is not good so as soon as you you know open that package up and you you know you charge the order ring, uh, and you and you agree to the privacy terms and agreements, you're literally giving over your healthcare data to third parties, so World Economic Forum or anybody else they're connected with. Now, in the world of doctor, um, that's a big deal because one, most people aren't reading the terms and conditions, but two, there's a very dangerous line that we've seen with COVID, which is people are just allowing anybody to get medical information on them. And I, and I used to joke, you know, you go to Walmart and you know, during COVID and somebody walks into Walmart and you got this little kid or you got this 80 year old person going, Hey, let me take your temperature. And it's a joke, but you know, unless that, that's an actual diagnostic test. So as a doctor, I had to learn to take vitals, right? So if you take somebody's temperature or blood pressure or anything like that, that's, that's actually a, a technical medical procedure. Now, obviously it's not very invasive, So as I was going through this, I'm realizing, okay, people are literally handing over their, their privacy and their rights to their healthcare information as they're, you know, basically starting up these technological devices. And Dave, that's not just ordering. That's also the iWatch. That's also the Fitbit because all of these now they're connecting to the internet. And so that's kind of how I got started down that road. Um, and it goes much deeper than that. Obviously. You think there's a
0: third party collecting Fitbit information? There's 100%.
1: Yeah. So what they do is, the the original ones no. So the original ones, so the original Aura Ring, the original iWatch, uh, iWatch probably was already in it because they because they're tied to the phone. But the original Fitbit no, because it wasn't connected to the internet. But what's happening now is they're connecting these to the phones, and they're calling them like for example with the Aura Ring, they call it the third generation. So I had bought the third generation Aura Ring. Those are the ones connected to your phone. If you're connecting it to your phone at all, or you're connecting it to Wi-Fi or internet then absolutely, that data is being transmitted.
0: What's the purpose for collecting the data?
1: Ah, well, Lenin said that if you want to create a socialistic state, you have to do it through healthcare because that's how people actually ultimately bend the knee. So another example of this is uh, there's so Abbott Labs. Um, Abbott Labs is well known for making baby formulas. Um, they were well known for making the PCR tests. Uh, Barry Sotero or Barack Obama as people would call him, uh, his, I believe, half sister Maya Sotero works for Abbott Labs or worked for Abbott Labs. She's an executive and they have a thing called Libra. Libra is a blood glucose monitor. So what happens is people are now putting blood glucose monitors. They're basically, uh, putting a sticker that's more than a sticker on their arm and it's monitoring their blood glucose levels. And then they're connecting it to their Bluetooth on their phone and it's going through and it's actually going to the app, which then goes to Abbott labs. So how this ultimately connects is you have big brother watching over you. So I watched one of your videos. You're talking about them, you know, getting us to eat insects. Well, if you, if you give them access to anything healthcare now, healthcare doesn't necessarily mean blood glucose doesn't necessarily mean sleep. It could be caloric intake. It could be protein intake. It could take, it could be sugar or fat intake. So as soon as you start adding these up, and, and there's apps out there for, um, you know, my, my Fitness Pal, Chronometer. Th- these are all just food apps. So you go out there, you scan some food you're eating, you tell you how much you're eating. All those are connected to the Internet. This is the Internet of World. This is exactly what Klaus Schwab was talking about. So what do they want it for? They can then have control over what you eat, what you don't eat, monitor, oh, well, you're, you had too much sugar today, and I'm not a fan of sugar. But, oh, you had too much protein. Oh, wait, I see you had a steak today. Oh, you had about a pound of meat today. That's a little bit too much. They could literally guide you through your computer. And at this point, you know, the kids are on the the tech, but the adults are on the tech as well, right? And so, I mean, I'm walking around a city and watching literally people just look in their phone. They can't have conversations anymore. If you're tied to your phone, quote, unquote, the metaverse, you're going to do what your phone ultimately tells you to do over a period of time. And as I've watched people the last two years put a a mask on still, if they're willing to put a mask on, they're going to listen to their phone when their phone tells them they can't have certain food. So that's kind of the runaround how you get there. You're absolutely
0: right. And, in fact, I want to make this point. With the CDC two days ago making the ruling that they are uh, requiring now the states have to enforce this but they're requiring uh, the vaccine protocols uh, for school children to include COVID-19 vaccines Uh, this is crate training putting masks on kids that didn't need it they don't transmit putting masks on uh, getting injections into kids that uh, what did they have the only kids that died from COVID were the ones that already had comorbid conditions serious conditions they could have done them in anyway and you you look at all this it's what how you train a dog in crate you, you put the dog in the crate and you can't do it when they're middle age. you got to do it when they're young and you get them to behave you get them to accept what you're doing and that's what they're doing to our kids they're crate training our kids in addition they're grooming them to be perverts and they're grooming them to also uh hate other races i mean this this is you're you're getting one piece of that picture of the overall picture right there very accurately
1: no, 100%. I actually just went to, uh, my daughter turning nine this weekend. She went, she went to a birthday party last week for a friend of hers and we were over there and they're, they're a friend of the family, very patriotic. So we're all on the same page and they had to put a present to the side because someone gave them a present. And I don't think the person saw what it was, but basically it was, it was a little alien, which was actually kind of funny, but it was a test tube alien and it was actually like it had an umbilical cord put into it. And they put it aside because, as you looked at the package and, and looked around, they were telling you how to, you know, disconnect your alien from the from the to test the to, tube, to, the umbilical cord. But then on the back it said, "Now make sure." And it said this. It actually like spelled this out. Make sure you vaccinate them early. It's very important. And I go, they, so they put it aside because obviously they're on the same page as my wife and I, and they don't want their kids reading that stuff. And they'll probably take it back uh, and do get something else. But. It's when I when we say grooming, you know, a lot of people have been looking at it as a grooming from a sexual standpoint. Grooming is many different ways. There's psychologically grooming. Mm-hmm. So when you put out all these toys, all these presents, all these things that people are buying, that's grooming people to psychologically do something. That that I mean, that is MK Ultra. That's CIA. That that like this is this is your CIA having subverted a government, and now they're controlling the world. And you know, I'm I'm sure. Your, your listeners and viewers know this, but some people still have not come to the reality that this is how unfortunately this planet is being run right now. And absolutely they're grooming every single adult, every single kid, and they're trying to do, if they get the kids, they have an entire planet. Like, I mean, that, that's, that's the biggest problem. You know, if you're an adult, you want to wear a stupid mask, go for it. Like, like I, I don't really care. If you want to get a vaccination because you're not intelligent, go for it. But. When you go after the kids, that's how you ultimately take down an entire civilization, Dave.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Woodrow Wilson once said, give me the young generation for 20 years, and I'll control the planet. And you're exactly right. That's exactly what they're doing. You know, I was just watching a speech this morning, and I can't remember the guy's name. He was a Nobel Peace Prize winner. as a physicist. And it was in 2015 before he died. And he said, you know, the purpose of the public schools is to teach kids how to know when they're being told the truth. And we have and you're hitting part of that picture right here uh right now there's a total mind psyop going on with our children, and a lot of it right here is what you're talking about with the vaccines
1: Oh, hundred percent so and i and I have to be very upfront i when I, whenever I do a show I, so I come from the chiropractic world, I am the quote unquote anti vaxx that everyone talks about, so obviously, growing up, I had the couple or whatever, and then my mom stopped, and my wife had the couple. Because back in the day, there was only a handful. There's nine, with, when they add COVID, there's, there's 90 plus childhood vaccines now, which I don't think people actually realize that's the actual number. That's the schedule that they actually have out from literally out, out of mother's womb to, I think it's 18 years old or so. So, so I am the, I am the anti-vaxxer. My daughter's nine. She's never had a chemical put in her. She's never had a needle put in her, any, anything. And, and people, oh, that's crazy. Aren't you worried? Aren't you, aren't you afraid? Aren't you afraid your daughter? My daughter is thriving. My daughter is reading at a level that adults don't read at. And she's, she turns nine this weekend. So, um, this is insane what they're doing. Uh, when I saw the CDC, the vote came out or they, they voted and then the CDC basically approves it. They, we're still researching it, but the people who actually voted for this. I mean, the conflict of interest is so through the roof. I mean, they're getting NIH funding. They're getting funding from the Biden administration. They're getting funding from, I think, uh, several of them work directly for Merck or they get Merck funds. Um We're <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, Dave, but in the past, I would look at this stuff objectively and I go, okay, obviously I'm not for this, but why are they doing this? What are they doing here? And, and kind of looking at all evidence, we are so far past the insane line that I sometimes wonder if we're either in a movie or they're doing this all on purpose to wake up the planet, because the idea that they would put this in the schedule to begin with, much less obviously try to get it into the school system so you can't go to school, you can't play sports, which I think they were trying for that angle, That'll they'll get major pushback.
0: with com. that's water with dave.com save $80 for a short time back on that
1: but just the fact that there is absolutely zero science for a, ch- a child to take this at all and on top of that we now know and they fully admit it the cdc admits it pfizer's admitted it uh that it, it doesn't stop transmission it doesn't stop anything obviously so then to say that this needs to go into children you can only say that this is a play for profits now to you and i that's pretty obvious to the viewers that's obvious but to the public it kind of says it kind of says something about our public and i you know I, I, I don't like beating up on our public and our american system but the fact that the americans are completely clueless to what's going on for the most part it it startles me so i hope that this is done so overtly dave that this is a wake-up call, because, I mean, 90-plus vaccinations for a child, and then we wonder why people are chronically ill in this country. I mean, let's be honest.
0: Well, the only thing i got to say about this is that it's not just profit-driven. No, I, I used to think that, and that is how it started, but I think people like Klaus Schwab have a different mentality, and he's kind of captured the big pharma quest and thirst for profit and he's turned it into a power search. And uh, I'm someone that believes, I don't know where you're, you come down on transhumanism, and, and for a long time it kind of sat there in my mind, and I didn't really understand it. But um, it, everything I see right now, the elite are planning for the uh, singularity concept with man and machine while they dumb down and eliminate most of us.
1: No, 100%. So it's actually funny you bring that up So from a transhumanism and robotic standpoint. So I think a lot of people look at this, and, I, and I've had to kind of take myself out and look at it from a different view, which was, you know, I think most people think that robots are going to start walking around the streets tomorrow. And that's probably not true. It mean, could happen, but probably not true. What's really happening is they're slowly over time because they – people won't accept something overnight for the most part um it, and there's actually a book called boil the frog um if you try, if you throw the frog into boiling water the frog's going to jump out you're not going to kill the frog because even the frog's intelligent enough not to stay in hot water however if you put the frog in just regular water and then slowly over a period of time you heat up that water the frog will be cooked before the frog ever knows it so we're actually in that situation so you're not going to necessarily get a robot overnight, unless it's, you know police robots, which happens. But what you're going to get is ultimately over time, especially with nanotechnology and the vaccines, you're going to slowly over time get enough nanoparticles, which are self-organizing computers, in the body of in the humans. And then instead of them being human, they'll be human on the outside, but over time, internally they're turning into an actual robot with a computer system in them, which is genetically modified, so it's patented by Bill Gates and all the cronies. And then next thing you know, you get enough watches on you, you get enough aura rings and Fitbits on you, you get a computer, you get your phone turns into something else, because the phone won't be a smartphone for so long, they'll go to the next level. And then next thing you know, you have people who might look like people on the outside, but they're actually just transhumanist robots. And they're connected to smart cities, they're connected to the internet of worlds. That's the cloud swab, that's Soros. That's this whole, that's what this is driving towards. So people aren't going to get their robots in the streets overnight and freak out over time they're going to be boiled without even knowing it. That's how you get the transhumanism, in my opinion.
0: Interesting. Yeah. The, the um, Pat Wood is a good friend of mine, and he's, the I think, the guru on technocracy and what they're up to with that. And we've talked about this very thing, and, and you're right. It's not just connecting all the utilities to smart meters that interconnect with everything else uh, on the continent and also into Europe. It's also about connecting to you and right. and th- this is why you're hearing talk of chipping do you do you go in that direction do you talk about chipping
1: no 100 percent. yeah there's actually i don't know if you know this there's um so darpa which is basically it, it's a government agency weapons technology et cetera. which is funny because decades ago we were talking about this and i never expected you to talk about this openly and publicly because we were just the crazy conspiracy theorists at that point and people thought we were nuts but i mean darpa's now admitted that they use the weapons technology to to control humans and people are like what does that mean well just like a radio you know you turn on an amfm AM, AM, radio and you have an old school antenna on it you get a frequency from towers that goes to the antenna and you get your signal so as long as you have a piece of metal you can get that signal and then with people you're going to get heavy metals so the even the old school vaccines you have mercury aluminum you know you have the whole autism aspect So you have mercury aluminum that goes through the blood-brain barrier which go into the brain. So your brain, your brain is your signal receiver. It's, it's your antenna and you cover that with heavy metals. Now you put nanometals in there. Um, I mean, NIH through DARPA funded the brain initiative. I mean, that's the that's I mean, you can go look that up. You can Google it. It's right. It's right out there. So they're actually putting the nanotechnology into humans from a distance. You will start controlling people's movements. You can start controlling their emotions. You can start controlling. Uh, I mean, you you could potentially, I mean, it's, it's crazy as sound, if they have enough metal in them, and you could control the computer from a distance, you could start having them see things that aren't actually there. Exactly,
0: yeah. And I don't even know if they need to the chip anymore. I've looked at the work extensively early on, Jose Delgado starting in the 60s, and then uh, Nick Begich, wrote a book called angels don't play this harp i think they can control people through frequencies as well 100 percent. and you don't need an internal chip to do that Um, uh, and along those lines here this may or may not be related but going back to covid19 shots uh, clearly it was not about eradicating a virus what was the purpose from your estimation
1: uh, with COVID, I, I, I really think COVID was the trial run. I don't think COVID was the, uh, looking at it from a distance now, a couple of years later, because obviously there definitely was an awakening to a lot, a lot of people, um, more than just myself and probably you, there was more people waking up that were new to it. I think it was a trial run. First of all, you got to find out how compliant people are now, <laughs> Dave, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, did, my wife and I were pretty stunned. I mean, in the beginning, okay, we get it. People go into a little bit of fear. I, I understand that. And um, but it, after a while, I mean, they're they're still wearing stuff. I mean, it, I was I was a bit overwhelmed, even myself, and stunned that people went as lockstep as they did. That that was pretty shocking to me. But I don't think it's the final piece. I think they still have stuff more to come. I mean, they're are they're already working on. New viruses. I think. What was it? I um, was, it Bo- was it Boston somewhere in Boston, Boston College, or one of the colleges out there just did the eighty percent kill rate on oh, the virus. Yeah, I was
0: just going to bring that up. You're exactly right. Uh, eight lab mice, eighty percent kill rate. So it made me wonder if the next wave of intentional infection isn't going to be more lethal.
1: Oh, a- absolutely. So there's actually. I, I don't want to predict this, and, and I don't have a ton of information off the top of my head, but I can at least slide out the, the headline on it, which is, so there's a thing called Marburg virus. Um, there is potential speculation that they roll with this going forward. Now, I'm not a big fan of the virus world because it's, it's really an exosome, and there's a whole other rabbit hole you can go down with that and how that works because the virus technically won't go back and forth between a person, but an exosome will. But what they'll do is they'll roll this out, and if you have enough nanotechnology in people and you can, you know, kick up these antennas in the 5G, 6G technology, um, Marburg virus actually is where people actually start bleeding from orifices. Um, You have a whole walking dead scenario. Now, I'm not saying it's going to turn into the walking dead, but remember, we go back to DARPA. DARPA, you know, direct energy weapons, frequency technology – um, you can create things from a distance. I mean, if you can blow something up from space and people are like, what just happened? Well, that's a direct energy weapon. That's frequencies, right? Everything is a frequency. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things they can do. So even going forward, you could even set off essentially, uh, bio weapons, um, without even necessarily having to have them there, if that makes sense. It's a very sci-fi world that sounds crazy but it's very realistic.
0: There are a number of uh, doctors who've looked at 5G and think there's an interaction effect between 5G and the vaccine, that the vaccine's actually a bioweapon that could be triggered by 5G uh, turn up of the intensity. Have you come across that?
1: So when it comes to 5G and 6G technology, so I kind of look at it from different angles. Um, So the radiation itself... um, is not necessarily going to not going to harm human unless it's used in a certain way. So for example, I always tell people, look at, look at a cell phone tower. There's living life around it, et cetera. So it depends on where you're directing that. Now that now that's a whole different thing. That's a radiation conversation. But if you talk about the actual weapons conversation, if you have heavy metals in a body, that is absolutely 100% can be affected by that technology. It's actually um, the famous chess player, uh, I believe his name was, was it Bobby Fischer, um, who actually President Trump, I believe, was friends with Bobby Fisher. But there's Bobby Fisher, There was an article some time ago where he spoke about getting uh, mercury slash silver fillings out of his mouth. And the reason he did that now in natural health world, we've been talking about mercury and silver fillings for a long time. And he, they asked him why he wanted to do that. And he said, because I don't want to be controlled by my government. And what he was basically saying was he has metal in his mouth. He had metal near his brain. You can use frequencies to control people. And people thought he was crazy. And when I read the article, I'm like, no, he's a genius. And he knows what he's talking about. The problem is people don't understand this world. So what you're saying is absolutely true. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. Well, Virginia Farber is
0: right at the forefront of a lot of that research I just mentioned, and um, I'm good friends with her, and I've been hearing about this from her for years. And she predicted this, oh, well over a decade ago. I mean, well before this became fashionable to even talk about. She said, "This is what they're doing. This is what the experts tell me," and I do think that. um What what is their intent to j- just do a multiple array? Of extermination actions that are slow acting, so people don't rise up all at once if they knew that they were being attacked.
1: Yeah, there probably is. I mean, when you look at it, you know, how can you slowly bring down society? I mean, they, we we go back to the uh, I think it's the Georgia Guidestones, which, and I don't know the full purpose of those necessarily. It's not something I've ever really dove down. But you know, whether they wanted to go to 500 million or not, and that's what the actual plan was. Again, that boil the fog mentality. So if you if you go out and you do a big destroying of, of America and the planet, like, you know, within a week or two or even a year or so, you're going to have people rise up because it's complete chaos. And I always go back to the Nazi Germany situation. So at the time, there was not necessarily communication technology. So we weren't all on cell phones. You know, social media wasn't putting videos out and reels out and everything. And, you know, as much as I sometimes despise social media, it's also actually been kind of a blessing in disguise because... It stops sometimes atrocities. So in Nazi Germany, they got people to go on train cars or they pushed them or forced them on train cars and they sent them their extermination. And, you know, what were people going to do a couple of countries away? Not a whole lot. You didn't find out until later. So in today's world, I mean, this is the Fourth Reich. So in today's world, you can't do that. Because, you know, even if it's across the world, we see something on social media, we see something on, you know, the Internet where someone, you know, atrocities being played out against humans, we're all going to rise up, especially if it's in America, we're all going to go to that spot, we're going to stop it from happening. So they can't do that anymore, right? They can't overtly in our face destroy human population. So what do they do is they just flip it on you. So they actually get you to not only take it, but they, they get you to pay for taking it. So over time is you know put the vaccine out put out a fear campaign for two years i mean you know the only reason the real virus is just fear i mean at yeah, the end of the day because yeah. it because you sit in front i mean i we don't have television we have a television in my house but it's for like documentaries or like seminars we watch or things like that but other than that there's no there's no television on you know we have to protect our minds. you have to you have to absolutely protect your spirituality um But I mean, for two years, what was it? People getting, you know, uh, death counts by CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News. I mean, they're all they're all corrupt. They're all paid for by pharma. Right. So you get that fear frequency, that fear virus in people's minds. You know, you you get them to do exactly what you want them to do. I mean, it's almost it's almost astonishing. And I I sometimes jokingly say that they're very clever. They're, They're psychopaths and they're evil. But they are very clever. They actually know human psychology because they're getting people to do it to themselves. And now you have—I mean, I think the last time I heard is upwards of two-thirds of the American population with a nanotechnology uh, bioweapon in their body, based off of just the media continuing to put the message out there. I mean, when you look back at Nazi Germany, people are like, "Well, it could never happen again." Not only did it not—not not only did it happen again, it happened again on a 10x level. I mean, they use the media so brilliantly to brainwash people right into going to their own death. I mean, we don't even know how this is going to play out. But if you look at the reports, um, I mean, and, and you look, at, I mean, you talk to the doctors even, and most of us are saying within five years, you start having a major fall off in just the American population based on this, this nanotech alone. I mean, I have a pathologist friend, um, Dr. Ryan Cole, who literally opens up the bodies.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code
1: Hodges. He he says and he's lost a lot of his, his career because he's been openly willing to expose this stuff. He, I mean, when you say open up the bodies, he actually does open up the bodies, and he sees the clots in there. And he said this is not only now not just a bio weapon, it's the body doesn't shut off from making these spike proteins along with the nanotechnology within it. So like if somebody got it, they're like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm doing well. That's still making spike proteins in the body. It's like putting the gas pedal down in the Ferrari and not taking the gas pedal off. It's still making those. So at some point, that person's going to fall into either an autoimmune condition or potentially death because it's, it, it's just, it's clogging up the entire it's body. So
0: that's the outgrowth of spike proteins as autoimmune
1: yeah see so you're gonna have autoimmune problems obviously you're gonna have myocarditis you're gonna have death you have strokes things like that but absolutely autoimmune will i mean i i i told a bunch of doctors last week in a seminar a chiropractor I said if you want to help people and you want to like have an exploding growing business in the next 10 years just market autoimmune because it's going to it's autoimmune is going to go off the charts you're going to see so, it all over because uh, by autoimmune, autoimmune is when somebody doesn't know it. yeah are, are you auto, talking about ahead.
0: lupus and things like this
1: 100%. So okay. autoimmune is basically the trash bucket diagnosis they use for when they don't know what's going on, but it could be from lupus to RAs to chronic bowel diseases, you name it. Um, you're going to have it all over the body because the body, the, the cardiovascular system is being built up with these spike proteins. But then on top of that, mm-hmm. the spike protein leaves the body as an exosome. This is where that shedding effect comes in, right? Now it is an environmental toxin. So that means that this spike protein is not only in the body, it's actually in our environment now. Now, I don't want to freak people out. It doesn't mean that we're all going to die. It just means that we now have this new toxin in the air that we have to deal with, and people really have to keep their immune systems up.
0: This is why they want to recycle waste, isn't it?
1: This is exactly why they want to recycle waste. I actually had that conversation about two days ago, my wife and I were chatting with somebody else and I said, people don't realize that they're passing laws in states where they can literally liquefy bodies and spread it on, on crops. And I go, yeah. I go, it sounds disgusting, which it is, but think about the long-term effects of it. That then goes into somebody's body. We have a whole other problem on our hands now.
0: Washington state. That's the,
1: what do they call that? The goo, the liquid goo. Yep. Yeah, that's which is completely insane. I mean, it, Dave, did you ever think we'd be at this spot right now? This
0: stuff just—you you, know—I have to pinch myself. You know, I, I'm a trained researcher, and um, I've taught psychology, sociology at the collegiate level and the university level, and also postgrad. I've taught research and stat. So I'm used to looking at fact sheets and deciding what's good research and not usually based on levels of significance. And I'm seeing enough research now that meets those qualifications. And I have to look at it and say, this just can't be true. But here's the data. And the data is coming from doctors like yourself who give a damn about society and their patients, and they're going outside the norm at risk to their own careers and they're doing this fine research. I don't know if you know who Tom Rens is. He's uh, was the oh, first yes, attorney. I know Tom. Yeah, Tom yep. and I are good friends. And um Tom and I we probably interview about once a month. And um Tom uh represented the frontline doctors, and these people threw away their careers in the name of helping the public. And I just I look at the sincerity behind their actions. That speaks as loudly as the research data that's coming out now. But the research data be damned because here we have all these bad reports all over the world on the vaccines, and yet the CDC is trying to make it compulsory for children who don't even need it.
1: Yeah. I, it's <laughs> So I've been researching a lot. I've been doing a little bit less lately just because of like going and traveling a lot and talking to people, but I have an assistant who also researches deep into the legal stuff as well. And I go back to what I said earlier. You know, we, we used to be, especially in the chiropractic world. I mean, we've been called quacks from the beginning. So it doesn't, it doesn't affect me anymore. We're, we're just kind of used to it. Um, so for the longest time, we were just, we were considered crazy, right? Because we were talking about some of this stuff. I mean, again, I never expected to have DARPA conversations on, on national television with people regarding the fact that you can send frequencies yeah, to somebody's exactly. mind. And now, and now it's actually being discussed. But you sit down. You're right. You sit down and look at the research, and you and you go, "There's this. This seems so conspiratorial, but it's literally right in front of your face." And I, I, this is the thing with society. You know, everyone calls for we gotta have to. We have to come together. We have to come together. Dave, I don't. I don't actually see. Now, I'm not. I'm not opposed to like working with somebody. But when it comes to the mind and the brain and the IQ level you're getting a separation right now that actually can't go back together, which is people like us and then patriots who are waking up and whether they go super deep down the rabbit hole or they don't, the fact that they're just waking up and saying there's something wrong here versus this population out there who not only has no clue what's going on, but if we present them evidence like right in front of their face, they will deny it. Those two worlds really can't continue with each other, if that makes sense. Well, there's... um
0: there's the element of cognitive dissonance. And then when people do accept the reality, then they, we have to contend with bystander apathy because, well, I know it's a problem, but it's easier if I let someone else deal with it. And that's really what we're facing right now. We, When I started in this business, I got started in this just briefly because uh, I moved to what was going to be my retirement home, and John McCain had designs on our land out here with 300 families to steal our property without compensation for the Central American Free Trade Agreement highway system called the Canamex, and we had an eight-year legal battle, and that's what really launched me into all this. Uh, I never dreamed I'd end up where I am with this. I thought I was fighting political domains, but it's as, it's, it's as evil as I've ever seen, and when I started this business, about 2% of the people I think were awake, um, and of those, a lot of them were active today I think about 40 to 50 percent of the country has a really good uh, uh, operating awareness of what's happening they know it's not normal they know it's evil they know these people are pathological but out of that I would stay say no more than 10 percent are active and that's our undoing because see we we have the ability collectively right now to stop it but I think that window is, is shutting what do you think
1: no i don't disagree i think the window is shutting quite quickly and that's why uh my my, that's one of my big concerns um but also i'm very realistic and pragmatic on how i look at this because when i see the amount of people that most likely were injected with this this bioweapon um i i really believe they got in a good culling which will take place over the next two to five years whatever that is um I'm hoping, and I, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I like your numbers. I like the fact that they're at least that number who are awake because we can at least work with that number, wake more people up. Um but we're headed for that ledge and I mean, we must wake them up because if not, they will go into the second stage, second level. My, my, my hope right now is that they're going too fast. They, I know they had an agenda that I think was more slowly played out because in their world, they have all the time in the world and they, they don't have to rush it. Um, but I think they did have to rush it based on politics. And so the fact that they're overexposing themselves, and this is just my, this is a viewpoint on it, and sometimes this changes, is they push too hard. They push it too fast. We have enough waking up. Now we have to get enough active. Like you said, there's not enough active in it, but absolutely, I mean, they're pulling off. Part of their calling that's
0: what they went for. Well they are. Um, I think there's another factor in here too and it's not scientific at all. What well, might be the base of science but I, I think there's a spiritual issue here and here, here's what I mean by this. Um, they're in a race. And I don't think they're in a race against humanity waking up because humanity has awakened, we're just not acting. I think they're in a race against the second coming. And so I'm going to give you a Christian perspective here. I think they know their time is limited to pull off what they want to do. And these people, and I categorize them, even if people reject the religious part of it, there is no questioning what these people are doing. You're teaching six-year-old kids about oral sex. That is nothing but satanic evil. There, there's no way to even justify what they're doing with children. Uh, and that's, that really underlies their nature. And I don't know if you've seen this or not. This is very subjective. I mean, I, I'm used to, to diagnosing people using handbooks, uh, when I was practicing (laughs) as a therapist. But the one thing that I I see with these people is, is, um, there's almost like, um, a collective, um, evil that overcomes them and they're blind to the consequences of their actions they totally lack empathy i mean they're the classic social psychopath um and, and but we see this in mass and we see it in our leaders and you can almost see the way they don't connect with people either there's no empathy there's no human connection you see it in hillary clinton you see it in schumer you see it in pelosi um they're just detached from what seems to be normal human connectivity I don't know if you've no, picked absolutely. that up or not, but I take that to the spiritual realm. Some people just take it to the psychological realm.
1: No, I would take it to the spiritual realm, too. And I study this, but I don't necessarily have a full uh, grip on what is exactly happening. But I can I can say, just from a theory standpoint of what I'm viewing, is I actually believe. And I think so. Uh, Jonathan Kahn wrote the book, Return of the Gods. And he goes through it a little bit, but he doesn't touch on the full part. I actually believe... That either they've returned or they're returning, which is that, that demonic quote unquote entity that is here that has been talked about for, you know, in the books for ages, but no one really had a handle on it. And I think that mm. it's even possible that these politicians have been, um, taken over by this entity. And, uh, you are, you are going to right now the spiritual battle, battle that we've all read about for a long period of time, but we never really could put our finger on what it looks like in the real world in front of us if that makes
0: sense i'm loving this discussion because i have to tell you about my friend vance davis vance and i've been friends for over 30 years he was former nsa attached to nato and in his training and i'm going to paraphrase but he said they didn't use religious terms but they said in the old days that uh, good guys and bad guys fought in the cosmos, the bad guys lost, and they were sentenced here to Earth. Well, that's Genesis 6 and the Fallen Angels. And he yep. said, uh, Vance actually wrote a book about this, and he said, this is way before the term transhumanism, he wrote the book in 1989, and he said that they wanted to take the human soul to get back at God. And this is what he was saying, he said, but they couldn't crack the human soul, so they want to change human beings, hence transhumanism, which is a term that came up about 10 years after Vance wrote his book. And he didn't use the term, but he described it perfectly. And this is what I think is at work. And if you look at, uh, I'm just going to give you a speculation on my part. If you go to Genesis 6 and it talks about, you know, the fallen angels, separate DNA. God wiped out uh, most of the planet on uh, with a flood, but some people think that that DNA, and it's biblical, survived. And I've heard some people explain this, and like I said, I'm still kind of deciding how much I accept of this. I'm still kind of undecided. But I tend to think it's probably more true than not that there's two DNAs on this planet, and the evil guys are the ones behind it, and they co-opt and do deals with those who are of human DNA, the direct descendants of God's creation and this is part of what these vaccines are about to destroy our dna and if you start looking at it that way the the vaccine assaults on humans starts to make a lot more sense
1: so you're 100 so again I'm, just, I'm in the same realm as you are going down these these quote-unquote rabbit holes but not like fully decided because I'm just, it's more data gathering and understanding it. and this is this is not necessarily new for us but it's more of new information and it's funny because i grew i grew up in a Christian home, but going to church, I had a great church. But I, there was questions I had that just couldn't be answered because you know I used to dive into like, okay, what's the whole UFO thing? What's the ET thing? It's fascinating to me, interesting. But then no one can explain stuff. No one can come to it. But then, it's actually interesting because I, I tell people, um, you know, especially the doctor too, because you know a lot of people think that a lot of people think that doctors just go down this whole like very scientific, atheistic route, which is completely the opposite. I said, no, I don't agree. This with last that, two yeah. years. This last two years, I've become more closer to God than you can possibly imagine because of the direction we're going in. And quite honestly, I actually think people, and I am no biblical, biblical scholar at all, but I actually think most people are passively reading their books because they're not really reading what's deep in there. And, you know, as I, as I dove more down the Nephilim route, um, this whole route of where the, you know fallen angels, et cetera, what's actually coming back, what's already here, why we're going down this path—you <laughs> actually find out that CRISPR technology, the stuff that Bill Gates is using, this is not new science. You know, when they when they're like, "Oh my gosh, we're on the we're on the edge and cusp of science, and we're bringing the greatest things to Americans." This stuff has been being used for thousands of years. People just didn't know about it because you can take this all the way back in the Genesis and beyond. And that's exactly what's happening. You're probably dead on right what you just said regarding that and how the transhumanism is working. Um, When they say we're living in biblical days, they're not joking. This really is. And I I always tell people, I don't know what's coming necessarily, but based on my feel of it and the intuition of it, something so big is coming that that it will probably rock people it'll it'll rock it'll rock this
0: planet you brought the ufos up it's interesting too my father used to work with captured german scientists he was working on reverse engineering their theoretical physics before it would go to labs and um he asked him he said you guys are like 300 years ahead of what we had how did you get so far ahead and they said oh it was the aliens and my dad said did you ever meet them and they said, no, but our commanders did. Well, my dad knew about their occultic, satanic practices, Ouija boards and so forth. And and he concluded, he told me, I asked him what he thought about it. He says, I don't know that they're aliens. He says, I think they're demonic. He says, I think they're forces of Satan. And he said, pretending to be something they're not for a future endeavor. And then this Project Blue Beam came up, which we discovered from government documents, is a planned fake alien invasion to designed to take over the world and unify the, the countries. So, yeah, you know, we could go down these rabbit holes a lot, but I'm telling you, this stuff all starts to fit together. My dad told me this in 1985, in the year he died, and and I look at it now, and I understand it better now than I did when he told me.
1: Yeah, there was, um, I mean, it, it's. I think it's pretty mostly common conspiracy talk now, but it's becoming more and more exposed, was I think when Eisenhower went off the grid, and what <laughs> they were what they were doing and what they were discussing. And now people say a heart attack or dentist. And then people are like, Oh no, he was meeting and getting and building treaties. There's definitely something that happened. And I mean, like you can, we can speculate all day long. There's definitely something happened. There are, they are definitely messing with a spiritual world that is, that we're not fully well, we're aware of, but we're not aware of everything that comes with it. And, uh, I can tell you, no matter what is happening today with COVID and the vaccine and the bioweapons and politics, I know based on just my research alone and probably in way too many puzzle pieces lining up and too many sources making sense and coming together that this all leans toward this direction. And I mean, no matter what anybody thinks or faith is, I mean, you're either, you're either on the side of God in this thing or you, or you are. Looking down a very very dark road, yeah. and I'm just amazed, Dave, that we're we're alive to watch this thing go down. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know I am too. I remember being a kid, and I'm calculating, will I survive in my lifespan to reach the year 2000? And so I did the math. I mean, I was like six seven years old, and I thought, oh, well, I should get there easily if I don't have any accidents or get killed in a war. Uh, but I never dreamed I would be living in uh, days where revelations just jumps off the pages at you. It's just it's it's unmistakable. I, I, you know, three years ago, I wasn't talking this way. Uh, but I will tell you one thing, too, that you said earlier, and I wanted to comment on it. The people just mindlessly accepting this evil authority. And I'll tell you what did it for me when COVID was coming. Um I wasn't I was suspicious. Uh because I also had information at one time that uh Hunter Biden and Devin Archer flew on Air Force Two and they took an unknown pathogen to Wuhan and this was in twenty fourteen when we were busy overthrowing Russian control of Ukraine. And I published that and I published an itinerary of it and I and I got it from Scribd. It's now been scrubbed. Uh and I also had uh the Obama uh, brought in Ukrainian prosecutors and trained them how not to prosecute American politicians or their families, how to keep them out of the limelight. And I published that itinerary, too. It's still on my website. And I looked at all that, and I says, man, I wonder if this is where COVID's coming from with all this nonsense. And I think it was. But when it came here, I first thought, okay, um, you know, I, I even told my audience, I'm going to give this a month. And I'll follow their directions for a month, but I have suspicions. And after a week, I'd said, I'm done with this. Gretchen Whitmer wants to go boating while she shuts her state down. You know, Newsom uh, keeps the uh, casinos and the strip clubs open while he shuts down health clubs and churches. And I said, that's it. This is all BS. Um, and that's what did it for me. But I was I was shocked at how many people accepted the authority. And that's our demise. That's our undoing.
1: Oh no, a hundred percent. And I'm going to tell you. Uh, so the undoing of America, but then these kids, and I'll circle, but circle this back around to, not that I like Saki and her circle back, but um, <laughs> I circle, I circle this back around to um, this COVID vaccine with the kids. So this is this is what they're going to do. And I, I was actually just listening to uh, against my own will, technically, I was researching. I listened to a 20 minute podcast the other day. With a Harvard scientist and I don't remember her name off the top of my head. And they were discussing how okay the COVID vaccine is and how wonderful it is and how, how there's no real problems with it and how great it's going. But the actual detail of the podcast was how the COVID mRNA vaccine will be the future of all children's vaccines. So what they're, what they're going to do is they're going to Take the mRNA, even though we all know that this thing is not working and should have never. It didn't work in the beginning. They're going to transition all vaccines over to the mRNA style. So there is your ultimate transhumanism. There is your ultimate uh, transition of a human from a human created in God's image to a human that is more of a robotic or computer nature. And those humans will be genetically modified, patented nano robots which means if you try to gain your sovereignty back as a body, your soul will probably be crushed because this stuff actually just wipes out the internal, the innate of a human being. But ultimately the body, what if you try to legally grab yourself back in the court system, you will not because you're patented. Yes. That's the yes. problem.
0: No, you're absolutely right. In fact, when you brought up Marbury disease, uh, you were right on the money with this, uh, but I'll translate that into Ebola. What, when we had the first Central American invasion, uh, back around 2015, 2016, I discovered as I started to deep dive into this that the CDC owned the patent for Ebola. And I go, wait a minute, they can't do that unless they've already modified it by, by 30%. And they did. They had modified it, and they claimed the patent on it. And not only did they have the royalties on that, they have royalties on all treatments. So if you would ever to take anything for Ebola, they own you. They, yep. You're absolutely right in what you're saying. And people are going to say, oh, well, that's just not true. And there's a vaccine for Ebola. It was done in CruCell Laboratories, and they've now scrubbed all the work, but I maintain the hard copies. Um, they were going to unleash this, I think, until they were exposed in 2015, 2016. Do you remember when there were a few cases? of Ebola back then and I thought they were going to unleash it and I says oh my gosh here it comes and I wrote like crazy about it I wrote several articles but you are right on the money and it could be Marbury could be smallpox slash Ebola could be anything I guarantee you they have patented whatever they're going to use so you
1: become their slave you're absolutely right that's the future we're looking for. So when they, when you say, when you say that we have people awake, we do have that weight awake system. Now we have to get more than 10% to actually do something about it because ultimately at the end of the day, uh, act, or, you know, words are words. I like, we can talk all that. My, my wife asks me because my wife and I travel all over doing this stuff and people ask like, how are you work? What are you doing? What are you, how are you working so hard? How you? I go, how are we not? I mean, I can sit there and talk all day long. But we have to go out and do something. I mean, that's why you're doing what you do, what I do. Uh, we just have to get more and more people to actually physically stop. It's one thing to go and have conversations with your friends and family and say, this is terrible. Biden stinks. This is uh, like great conversation. However, at the end of the day, the actions you're taking, to like when they roll out the next one, people need to stop and say, OK, I will lose my job over this Bioweapon. Like people, people really need to put into action in real
0: life. You know what they're going to be doing? And this came to me from an executive inside one of the Fortune 500s. And I don't want to mention it because I'm protecting him, but he told me, he says he's been in discussions where major department stores and grocery stores are going to have scanners that you pass through. And if you've not taken the required vaccines, you don't get in. I
1: wouldn't doubt it. You're not, you're not going to be able to buy food. Technology is already there that 's right
0: you 're not going to be able to buy food. How biblical is that can 't buy or sell uh, without the mark and that's
1: and that 'll prove it out right
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know that 's why i 'm saying I really think we have a small window i mean politically i don 't want to go too political but this election is really our last chance to get a foothold and that's just getting rid of the democrats and we got to turn our attention on the rhinos that are compromised uh and it's a long haul to try to get our country back and it's not just going to be an election but if we lose this election the democrats are going to consolidate power they're going to enact more uh, world economic foreign policies and the game's going to be over i do believe they'll start a purge against people like you and me
1: uh, i i agree hundred percent it's uh it's I, I have realized that uh, the the rest of my life and career is, is been designed uh, in a path to beat this for our kids going forward because I, I can't leave this place, Dave, without like my daughter yeah, and, and I, her yeah. friends and those kids taking care of. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir on that one. Well, we're out of time, but I wanted to give people
0: a chance to follow your work. I know you've got a TV uh, set up and tell people how to follow your good work.
1: Yeah, the best place is uh, BraveTV.com. You can go over there to the website. You can follow on social media there. I'm in true social and rumble, but uh, I got banned everywhere else. But uh, <laughs> BraveTV.com is the best place to find me with all the sources. And we just keep on going, and we're, we're helping people get over chronic health issues and get, just trying to get people as healthy as fast as they can because the healthier people are. Um, the more they wake up so it's just it's hitting that hitting that road every day you're
0: exactly right well look i appreciate you coming on this has been a uh, wonderful discussion enlightening and uh, people i encourage you to follow uh, the doctor's work here and go visit his website and uh, as circumstances weren't contact me we we'll get you back on
1: thanks I appreciate it, dave everything you're doing thank you
0: take care